0: Hello and welcome to the Friday edition of the Holmes Politicast. I'm Thomas Fry. We've got a lot of stuff for you today. A lot of fun stuff. Uh, in-person learning will not be required for Michigan schools this fall. We've got an opinion piece on Governor Gretchen Whitmer's state of emergencies from the Detroit News. Um, we'll be covering the, the Democratic National Convention, all the stuff that they didn't really want to show you. And finally... Black babies are dying more often than white babies. The only cure: more black doctors. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Homeless Politicast. All right, so we're going to begin the show today with a very intelligent young woman, uh, Kristen Urkizat. Urk Urkiz Urki is a. I have no idea how to pronounce this name. Alright, but uh, USA Today thought it, you know, very nationally noteworthy that this obscure anonymous woman uh, is blasting Trump for her father's death, Uh, and as our deepest condolences go out to the family for um, this woman's idiocy, and I guess the death of the father, uh, you know what, I'm getting myself in trouble here, let's just look at what she was saying, so of course, COVID-19 is being blamed again on Donald Trump and and Republican uh, Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. <clears throat> so, it's not China's fault for releasing the virus. It's not China's fault for lying about it for you know months, saying that there was no human-to-human transmission. It was obviously Donald Trump's fault for not being a authoritarian dictator and making national. Policy for every state. Yeah, you get where I'm going with this. Uh, Donald Trump is not a dictator, uh, despite the uh, insistence from the left for the last four years that he is worse than Hitler or literally Hitler. Um, he has done no authoritarian things during this coronavirus pandemic. He's allowed governors to pretty much have free reign of their states uh, responding to the coronavirus as they see fit. South Dakota governor. Uh, Christy Nome was pretty happy about that because her state's doing well and they never locked down. Uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer is just ecstatic about this because she's been waiting to put her boot heel down on, you know, honest, hardworking Americans for probably since she was elected, maybe before, I don't know. Her power trip probably extends pretty far. But let's, uh, let's take a listen to what this intelligent young woman has to say and uh, uh, you can decide for yourself how much thinking she's done. All right.
1: My dad was a healthy 65-year-old. His only pre-existing condition was trusting Donald Trump, and for that, he paid with his life. Donald Trump may not have caused the coronavirus, but his dishonesty and his irresponsible actions made it so much worse. We need a leader who has a national, coordinated, data-driven response to stop this pandemic from claiming more lives and to safely reopen the country.
0: All right, so there you have it, straight from the uh, straight from the horse's mouth. Um, we need a leader with a national data driven response. Like Joe Biden, who can't remember where he is at the time. Yeah, that's that's real smart. Also, note how Democrats always portray support for our president as an illness now obviously they they mean mental illness uh but her her dad was a trump supporter apparently um well he he did a crappy job raising his daughter if she's like in the face of his death the only thing she can do is go online and complain about donald trump okay yeah that's cool so some interesting things to note about this case. Uh, so she says you know her dad voted for Donald Trump, listened to him, believed him in his mouthpieces when they said that the coronavirus was under control and going to disappear. So he fell ill June 11th. Um, tested positive for coronavirus, was put on a ventilator, which we now know is an awful idea. Uh, the ventilators kill more people than they save. Who was that that was pushing ventilators? Oh, yeah, that was Democrats. Democrats were pushing ventilators. Donald Trump just gave them what they were demanding without any scientific evidence whatsoever, and that were actually horrible for treating the coronavirus. Hmm. Yeah, it's obviously Donald Trump's fault that her dad died. Uh, he shouldn't have given them the ventilators, actually. Uh, so, Awesome. She also claims that one of the last things her father said to her was that he, felt quote, felt betrayed by the likes of Donald Trump. So, uh, yeah. Great. Great piece from the Detroit Free Press. I'm so glad that, you know, they're out there just uh, doing the greatest of journalism and finding all the people that will say bad things about Donald Trump and giving them a national spotlight. That's, that's great. Well, I guess... I guess USA Today gave them the national spotlight. Uh, Detroit Free Press is just pushing this garbage all over Michigan. So, awesome. Good job, Free Press. All right. So, uh, in-person voting, or in-person learning, rather. Well, in-person voting won't be required either. But in-person learning will not be required for Michigan schools this fall. So, uh, our Senate, our dumb Senate, my goodness. I am so sick of Republicans having no spine. Uh, they put out guidelines and the, uh, or, you know, actually I should back up. At least our freaking legislature is doing what they're supposed to do and it's not Governor Whitmer declaring things from on high. Okay, I can say that much. I'm glad about that. Regardless, this bill is stupid. Everybody else, every other Western nation has their schools open. Um, kids are not being shown to be transmitting this to adults, to other kids, um, and if they are, most of them are asymptomatic. It's like 99.8% of kids are asymptomatic, so that's great. Um, but the Senate goes ahead and okays, uh, remote learning as fulfilling the state requirements, which... Also, I disagree with, state requirements for education are stupid. The government should get the hell out of education. Uh, we should be allowed to educate our own children in whatever way we want. Now, MLive reports that uh, with the intense emotions and differing public opinions that have emerged around going back to school during a pandemic, those, those are in scare quotes, uh, publicly rehashing school districts back to school plan every 30 days could get dicey said Mark Greathead. There's there's jokes there, but I'll pass. Uh, Greathead, superintendent of Woodhaven Brower's, Town Schools and president of the Tri-County Alliance on Public Education. He continues, This has been one of the most politically charged environments that our school boards have ever had to go through. It takes away from the primary focus, should be, which is kids, not the politics. All this has been is politics since, like, Everybody started figuring out that the virus wasn't killing young people; um, it was doing what most novel viruses do, as I've mentioned on the show. Um, when when new diseases go around, generally the elderly are impacted proportionately differently than the younger generation or the younger population. That's pretty standard for a new virus, um, but. You know, everybody should definitely continue freaking out and closing schools and keeping businesses shut down because obviously this really bad flu is something that we need to destroy the entire world for. Um, Because if if it doesn't destroy the world, well darn it, Democrats are going to do it regardless. So, wonderful. The article continues, The plan voted through the Senate would waive requirements on minimum instruction hours and days of instruction for the 2021 school year, so long as the district... Demonstrates an ability to provide a full year's worth of instruction. Many Democrats and school officials have advocated for letting schools use counts from the previous spring as a year as a basis for funding in the upcoming school year. Um. Yeah, because we still don't have school choice, so this just all goes to the schools that the children went to last year even though they're not providing education. Awesome. Lawmakers settled on shifting the count funding formula, weighing per-pupil funding for districts based on 75% of last year's enrollment numbers. Gosh. Sorry. And 25% of the 2021 school year. Districts will not be expected to hold in-person count days and can tally attendance virtually. All right. Um... Cool. Lots of useless crap there. Sorry to put you all through that, but that's that's what's going on. Beautiful. All right, let's move on. Now I know you're all on the edge of your seats, wondering why the uh, the mail-in voting is is a bad idea. Um, because I've never said anything about that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, have yeah. go go listen to the last. Last couple, sh- I don't remember. Uh, it was in a previous show. If anybody remembers, you can email me or whatever. But uh, so Breitbart, yes, Breitbart News. They are reporting that Michigan rejects 846 ma- mailed ballots because quote the voter was dead. Yeah, this wasn't this wasn't a concern that I uh, I posed at all. I'm being facetious again. So. This was reported originally by the Detroit News. Uh, Further 2,225 ballots were denied because there was no voter signature on the envelope, and 1,111 votes were discarded because the voter moved to a new address after submitting the ballot. The state claimed the dead voters died between the time they submitted the ballot and when it was counted. Yeah, uh uh-huh, sure. Michigan's largest city, Detroit, received 820 ballots that were ultimately rejected, according to the paper. Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson is demanding that legislature pass a bill requiring cities and township clerks to call voters who have obviously flawed, who have obvious flaws with their ballot, such as missing signature. Yeah, yeah, they're going to call all 2,225 of those people um, because they're not smart enough to sign their ballot. Great use of public tax dollars, Jocelyn Benson. Yes, I'm so thrilled that you want these people voting. Probably because they're easy to manipulate. Cool. With turnout and absentee ballot numbers expected to double or even triple in November, we could be looking at tens of thousands of Michigan citizens disenfranchised. Disenfranchised. If the legislature, again, fails to act. I hope they do. Meanwhile, more than 223,000 ballots were undeliverable in Clark County, Nevada reported by the Review-Journal. The state opted for an all male election, and Clark County mailed ballots to all, not just active voters, in part because of legal pressure from state and national Democrats. Oh, why why is it all the Democrats are put... Well, we've gone through that. I'm not going to rehash that on the show. Clark County mailed 1,325,934 ballots, and nearly as many were undeliverable as returned, 223,469 and 305,000 respectively. In April, the Public Interest Legal Foundation estimated 28 million mail ballots went missing over the last decade. Putting the election in the hands of the United States Postal Service would be a catastrophe. Over the recent decade, there were 28 million missing and misdirected ballots, PILF president and general counsel J Christian Adams said, "These represent 28 million opportunities for someone to cheat. Absentee voter absentee ballot fraud is the most common, the most expensive to investigate, and can never be reversed after an election. The status quo was already bad for mail balloting. The proposed emergency fix is worse." Well, yes. Yes it is. We knew that because, well, I knew that because I've been around for more than five seconds. Um, I'm going to say probably you knew that too for that reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just because you're listening to this show and uh, you're getting all the smarticles. Um, If so, bravo. You are smarter than every single Democrat in the United States. Congratulations. I mean, I I know it's a really low bar, but uh, you you did it. You did it. Okay. So we will move on. Republican former governor, John Kasich revives two paths for democratic national convention speech. Okay. So yeah, we're getting into more of the democratic national convention stuff. Uh, the, the hysterical lady that blamed, um, her father's death on Donald Trump, uh, I believe was part of that as yes, it was, it was part of that. So uh Republican former oh this is from M live so John Kasich is absolutely the epitome of a rhino uh Republican in name only um uh, he obviously has no standards by which to claim his republicanness uh but let's see, let's see what he has to say so this is part of his speech in normal times something like this would probably never happen Kasich said but these are not normal times i'm proud of my republican heritage it's the party of Lincoln who reflected its founding principles of unity and higher purpose. But what I have witnessed these past four years belies those interests. Yeah, because, you know, Democrats dividing the nation and setting half of it on fire and, you know, calling calling half the nation deplorable. Yeah, that's not divisive at all. Yeah, John Kasich, I'm sure you're much better off in the Democrat Party. They're much more unifying, you know, around hating everybody that disagrees with them. We continue... Kasich said he's known Biden, who will formally accept the Democratic national, Democratic nomination later this week, for 30 years. Calling Biden a man of integrity. Yes, throwing, throwing your uh your your assistants up against a wall and you know sticking your finger inside them. That's definitely you know very integr in integ integritus, integritus. Yeah. If that's not a word, I made it up. Uh, sue me. Oh, also, uh, pinching an eight-year-old girl's chest. Um, yeah, that's super, you know, it's, Biden sure sure does have a lot of integrity. Um, and, and that's just two of the many, many instances that I could point to of Biden's lack of integrity. Um, covering up for his son in uh, the Ukraine. Um, getting a prosecutor fired that's investigating his son. Um, you know, smelling and... Kissing and touching all over, you know, little girls ten and under. Um, I mean, obviously, it it goes above ten. But the the real disgusting ones are when you know he's sitting there fondling a little girl uh, in front of the TV cameras. Like he 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 just that man just cannot keep his hands off the young ladies. I actually saw a clip of uh, one of the senators, um, Biden was. Going to reach for his niece, I think it was. And the dude slapped his hand away. And Biden just kind of backed up and folded his hands. Uh, It was great. It was really funny. I love to see it. Um. But I digress from Joe Biden's supposed uh, integrity. He says, yes, there are areas where Joe and I absolutely disagree. But that's okay. Because that's America. Because whatever our differences, we respect one another as human beings. Each of us searching for justice And for purpose. Well, you know, I don't remember the Democrat Party ever treating a Republican as a human being. But, uh, yeah, John Kasich, you just keep on going in that delusion. He says, we can all see what's going on today and all the questions that are facing us. And no one person or party has all the answers. But what we know is we can do better than what we've been seeing today for sure. Well, if he means all the garbage that we've been seeing from the Democratic Party, eh, maybe. Maybe we can do better. I'd say that's a pretty low bar to clear, so... Uh, yeah we should be able to do that now of course Ohio Republicans are, are, uh, our are our Ohio Republicans are attacking um, Kasich um, the article goes on he should want Ohioans to succeed but instead he endorses the radical plans of the Democrats who want to take away freedoms of Americans said Jane Tim Timkin Ohio Republican Party chair so all this is wonderful Um... Great times from John Kasich. So, since we're on the uh, topic of DNC speeches, uh, Governor Whitmer gave a speech at the DNC uh, because, you know, she's, well, she's not auditioning for vice president anymore. But, um, obviously, she's a partisan hack and uh, cares nothing about Michigan. She only cares about the Democratic Party. So, this is another piece from M Live. Uh, with DNC speech, Whitmer steps further in a national spotlight, and I, I kind of just wanted to uh, highlight this one uh, remark in this article. Uh, it says, The more you're on that stage, the more relevant you become, at least within the Democratic Party, said Janelle Leonard, owner of the Market Resor- Marketing Resource Group. Um, Leonard said Whitmer is more or less being vetted every time she goes on stage. From her democratic response to President Trump's State of the Union speech earlier this year to Tuesday's DNC speech, so it doesn't matter what you do, what policies you promote, um, how awful your state, how awful the state of your state is. It doesn't matter if you've got petitions flying around to get you recalled to take away your power. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're being sued on every single side. All that matters is that you get on that stage for Democrats. Uh, so, I mean, Republicans all knew this. They, Democrats. I mean, if they had no doub- or if they didn't have double standards, they'd have no standards at all. Um, sometimes it seems like they do have no standards at all. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I had to say about that. Uh, Whitmer's an idiot and cool. Oh, what? Well, she okay? She says. We took this pandemic seriously in Michigan, Whitmer said. We listened to medical experts we planned with a lot of work from auto workers and too little help with the White, from the White House. We executed our plan. We saved thousands of lives. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will lead by example. It will be science, not politics or ego, that will drive their decisions. Huh. Well, from coming from a lady that... Uh, uses only politics and ego to drive her positions, um, doesn't listen to scientists that disagree with her, medical experts, um, and puts COVID patients into nursing homes with the most vulnerable population. Yes, I'm sure that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to be just great because this lady, the lady that just did all the aforementioned things, um, she has endorsed them, so great job. Yes. Yes. So, since we're on the subject of the DNC, now I'm gonna to switch topics because um, that's over. So, I highlighted a few of the uh, the things that the Democratic Party would really want you to see. You know, the innocuous, non, not too radical people, um, people that are overstepping their bounds only slightly, um, and trying to still work within the law while sticking their boot heel on your back or on your neck. But. Uh, that, that is not all that's going on in the Democratic National Convention. There is a lot of stuff that they really wouldn't want you to see. Um, and of course, I have to go to Fox News for this because no mainstream media will report the Democratic Party's total uh, disconnection from reality. So this is from the uh, Tucker Carlson show. I'm just going to play for you a few clips of what was being said that is absolutely insane. In the Democratic National Convention. We begin today with the prayer from, uh, yeah, I don't care what his name is. Here we go.
1: You had the nerve to build a wall while at the same time you have in the harbor there in New York a statue of liberty saying, give me your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Jesus will say, America, if you don't get your act together, you can, you may well go to hell.
0: So, uh, vote Democrat or you're going to hell. Yeah, that's... Uh Interesting. You know, I I seem to remember something about the left uh, screaming about, you know, people on the right saying that sinners go to hell. You know, we we actually use the Bible, you know, to say that God's word, um, what God actually said, this guy is just, you know, if you vote Democrat or if you vote Republican, you're going to hell. Um, yeah, I'm calling bullcrap on that one. All right, we continue with the lunacy here. The Pledge of Allegiance needs to be rewritten because, you know, we we don't live up to its standards. Here we go. I pledge allegiance
1: to the flag of the United States of America and for the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God,
0: indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, someday. Someday. Someday we'll have liberty and justice for all. Now, I, I want to note that uh, this, this name was Doofus. Um, yeah, I, I don't care about his name either. Uh, he He's saying this with uh, a mural of uh, uh, convicted felon George Floyd, or not? Yeah, George Floyd. Um, that says I can't breathe. Oh, was that before the cops touched you? Yes, yes, it was. Um, so this this guy that you know died of a fentanyl overdose and stress from you know the cops. Not murdered in cold blood. Uh, not the victim of some horrible race crime. Uh, he says that because apparently George Floyd will not receive justice. No, I think he got his justice. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, uh, holding a gun to a pregnant woman's stomach, um, running around high on fentanyl, and acting irrationally with the cops, yeah, I I don't think that there's any justice that needs to be done for this man. But um, here's the DNC. I mean, they're famous for attacking American institutions and attacking... Uh, America as a whole, these people hate our country. They hate it. Now, I don't know why anybody would vote for a party that says things like this, that so obviously and vindictively hate our country, but I suspect it's because mainstream media won't report on it. Tucker Carlson will, because he's not a liar. Um... Oh, oh, fun story. So I'm in I'm in Facebook jail, um, and probably because I was right, but uh, Facebook said it was because I called somebody dumb. But uh, this guy, he he pulled up a politifact, or yeah, it was a politifact uh, that says Tucker Carlson is a liar. So I looked at it because obviously I want I want to know if I'm listening to a liar. The first one, Tucker Carlson says that Kamala Harris believes that Joe Biden assaulted multiple or various women, and then they rated it mostly false. And then I posted a HuffPost article, HuffPost, uh, obviously a, a very right leaning source, but uh, HuffPost re- reported that uh, you know Kamala Harris in uh, Nevada during uh, I think it was a rally. Yeah, it was a rally. Uh, she said that, in fact, she does believe the women and respects them and thinks that their voices should be heard. Now, that's that's a paraphrase. Um, you can you can easily find the article. Um, you just go in and search in Google. Well, I'd search in DuckDuckGo, not Google. Uh, you just go and search Kamala Harris believes Joe Biden accuser, and it's right there. It's right there. It's so easy. But this this moron, this numbnuts, uh, just wants PolitiFact to do all his thinking for him. Uh, so I, I, of course, disregarded it, said that he was dumb. Um, and now I'm in Facebook jail. So there you go. Uh, speaking of which, we need an alternative to Facebook. We really do, people. Uh, we got to get off Facebook and get somewhere else. Um, so... I don't know. I'm pretty sure nobody in my audience has the actual power to do that. But uh, there should be, I mean, there should be some kind of pressure to, for Facebook. Facebook needs to be broken up, really. Uh, they are trust, um, they're monopolizing social media, and they need to go. So uh, we continue with uh, Democratic lunacy. Next up, we have a transgender rights activist. Uh, let's, let's hear what he, uh, he, she, it, I don't know what their, his or her, or its pronouns are, but uh, I'm just going to use all of them, just, you know, so she, he, she, it can't sue me. Uh, but here we go.
1: I've never felt American. I don't know the Pledge of Allegiance. Those are not my systems the way that is not my president.
0: So it's not, it's not the problem of, you know, that this country is bad, maybe. Maybe it's just that they're not in control. Oh, now I see. Okay, so it's an awful country if Democrats aren't running it. Uh, it's an awful country if Donald Trump is president, uh, which of course he, she, it denies. Um, he, she, it says it is not my. He's not my president, and uh, this is not my country. And I don't recognize those words. Well, maybe he, she, it should pay more attention uh, to, you know, her, his, its civics class, um, and. You know figure out how this country works um, but you know Democrats aren't interested in how the country works they just want it to be run the way they want so we continue uh, there's there's more idiocy here uh I, and, you know I'm sorry for subjecting no no I'm not never mind uh <laughs> you've got to suffer right along with me okay we continue
1: may this moment in history manifest more monuments like these to replace the old ones that no one really cares to see anymore May the emergence and long overdue establishment and existence remind everyone of our terrible, ugly, and hurtful Black world history.
0: So, not only is this country awful and racist and terrible, um, they want to they want to erase history as well. They want to teach their version of history um, because you know, obviously, history is just a bunch of people's opinions. Um, it's written by the victors, so we need to down with the victors and all that you know, nonsense. Uh, all right. Now, we continue. Uh, now, a lot of Democrats have assured me and assured Americans that they are not in favor of a world without police. They they want the police. They just want to, you know, move the funds around a little bit. Let's invest in other things that... Uh, could possibly be more beneficial and more helpful to uh, the black community and all communities at large. Um, So I'm wondering uh, why this is featured at the Democratic National Convention.
1: Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? Why can't folks imagine a world uh, without prisons? Why can't people expand their imaginations to include community care, to include an abolitionist future? Um, and I'm talking about like for real for real abolition, not just watered down DNC version of abolition. Um, we're talking about abolishing the police, we're talking about abolishing ICE, we're talking about abolishing prisons.
0: Huh. Okay. Well, that just flies in the face of, you know, what every single democrat has told me for the past, you know, since these stupid riots started. So, yeah, we need to get rid of the police. Um, uh, we need to get rid of prisons. Um, because, you know, murderers and rapists running around on the street will be much better than them being locked away from civil society, um, which they destroy and attack and, uh, rape and murder. My goodness. Why do you, uh, Democrats have got to wise up. They've, they've got to, they've got to start looking at their party because their party is a bunch of crazy lunatics and, you know, I, I, I have no words, no words anymore. Um, we'll, we'll continue. Now we've seen a whole slew of things, um, just in these few little snippets from the democratic national convention that should terrify you. Um, quite frankly, uh, this, this is what goes on behind the scenes while you're not looking, uh, while conservatives just want to be left alone. They, they just want to live their lives. These are the people pushing policy in the democratic party, a party that has a lot of voters. They they pretty much run half the country. This this these are the ideas that they are spouting. All right, and and it's not only these. It's not only the anti-Americanism. Uh, it's not only uh, you know, erasing history. It's not only changing the the uh Pledge of Allegiance. They also support obviously. Men in women's sports, or boys in girls' sports. Now, if you have a daughter, you know that you probably wouldn't want your daughter having to compete with young men. I I think of my dear sweet um, fiance, and uh, you know I'd have to say, if if we were playing basketball, um, I would push her around like a rag doll. I I mean it wouldn't be even be and i love you uh but (laughs) i i'm bigger than you um most men are much more physically capable much more physically adept than women and that's the way god made us sorry ladies sorry all you blue-haired feminists if that offends you uh that's just the simple truth but democrats aren't interested in truth or science they say young boys can be girls um they say also that th- that these young boys, not, not only should they be allowed to identify as girls, but they should be treated by the rest of society as girls.
1: We're going to have a panel uh, looking at trans youth issues. Um, uh, we've, we've been watching state legislatures, especially here in the South, uh, targeting uh, trans youth uh, for uh trying to deny them access to health care uh education and and even access to the right to play sports although needless to say um the mishandling of the coronavirus by the current administration is affecting a lot of people's ability to play sports but they've been particularly transphobic in schools
0: gotta throw in a little jab at big orange band bad um along with that so great great stuff from the democratic national convention now one more clip just uh, because we have to throw in some you know jabs at the economy as well now let me let me just explain something for my listeners uh, you you guys all probably already know this uh, but just just to be clear you know in case you're sharing it with your friends um, and your family and maybe they don't know this so um, capitalism the the idea is just free exchange of goods and services that means if a company is making something and i want it i am freely allowed to buy it the government is not allowed to uh limit our transactions they are they're not allowed to well i mean we let them tax the living crap out of our all of our transactions uh, and take bucket loads of our money but even even besides that, capitalism is simply free trade. Now, Democrats don't like anybody being free, um, as we've seen with you know the the just bake the cake, you know the 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 Christian baker has to capitulate to the the homosexual that wants you know like a wedding cake, um, even if it violates their conscience, even if they don't want to run their business like that. Um, the governor's allo- or the government is allowed to crack down on them. So America is bad. Um, treating little boys like little boys is bad. Um, you know all, all, all the all the bad here in America. I, you know I don't know why Democrats live here that they hate it so much. Um, but regardless, here, here we go. Uh, we got to get rid of capitalism too, uh, straight from the DNC.
1: this future that we all want that we're all trying to build um really is about the destruction of colonization white supremacy and capitalism
0: the destruction of colonization because we do so much of that here in america we are just sending people out to colonize every every bit of uh unmarked territory in the world um we're just awful imperialists um we got to get rid of all the white all three white supremacists in the country you know you know even though their their thoughts are horrible and they have every right to them um, we, we got to crack down nobody can think nobody can have any wrong think obviously and uh, capitalism capitalism's got to go so yeah great stuff from the Democrats now I got one more clip before uh, we go um, well one more I've got another story after this but one more clip before we move on from this uh, democratic insanity uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the full speech from representative Alexandria, Occasional Cortex, um, because she just hits on all of it, all of this crazy stuff that you see in the, uh, you know, in the daytime television, the DNC stuff that they're not airing on national news. um, She just wraps it all up into one little two-minute speech. So, uh, you know what, we'll listen to the speech, and then we'll talk about it afterward.
1: Good evening. Bienvenidos. And thank you to everyone here today endeavoring towards a better, more just future for our country and our world. In fidelity and gratitude to a mass people's movement working to establish 21st century social, economic, and human rights,
0: That's BLM, including by the guaranteed
1: health care, higher education, living wages, and labor rights for all people in the United States. A movement striving to recognize and repair the wounds of racial injustice, colonization, misogyny, and homophobia, and to propose and build reimagined systems of immigration and foreign policy that turn away from the violence and xenophobia of our past. A movement that realizes the unsustainable brutality of an economy that rewards explosive inequalities of wealth for the few, at the expense of long-term stability for the many, and who organized a historic grassroots campaign to reclaim our democracy. In a time when millions of people in the United States are looking for deep systemic solutions to our crises of mass evictions, unemployment, and lack of health care. In the spirit of the people and out of a love for all people, I hereby second the nomination of Senator Bernard Sanders of Vermont for President of the United States of America.
0: Ouch. Ouch, Joe Biden. Uh, Guess you're not radical enough for uh, occasional cortex over here. So, a grassroots movement fighting for equality by burning down our nation. Bravo. Bravo. Also, I'd like to note that this grassroots movement is uh, funneling money into the DNC. Uh, is largely funded by George Soros, uh, a rich, you know, billionaire that has, according to Alexandria Occasional Cortex, uh, brutalized the American citizens for his wealth. But it's okay if he does it, you know, because he's giving it all back to the DNC. Uh, now, obviously. Jeff Bezos did not break into your house and steal all your jewelry. Um, He offered you jewelry at a good price and you bought it. And that is how he made his billions. Steve Jobs did not break into your home and steal your computer. He offered you a computer. He offered you a good product and you bought it. That's how he made his billions. Now I could go on and on. This is how every single company in America makes their money. But Alexandria Occasional Cortex does not like that. She does not like free trade. She does not want you to uh, be able to buy stuff. Apparently, I mean, apparently you are brutalizing black people every time you buy a TV, uh, a book, a movie. You know, that's you're just awful. Why? Why are you so awful, America? Why are you brutalizing these poor, innocent black people by going and buying products from companies? How dare you! Okay, that's enough of the DNC. I'm done with it. Um, hopefully Democrats start seeing this crap and waking up. Um, occasional Cortex is quite a prominent figure in the DNC right now, and uh radical lunacy is on full display for the entire nation to see. That that, that clip was actually on primetime. Um, that was evening, evening TV, so a lot more Americans saw it. Uh, my goodness, I hope they wake up. Alright, we're going to move on. One last piece from the Detroit News. Uh, It is an opinion piece about um, none other than our uh, great Fuhrer-in-Chief, Heil Wittmer. Um, So, the Detroit News, an opinion piece by Brett Howell. Michigan is no longer in a quote-unquote state of emergency. According to Governor Whitmer's office, the health, economic, and social harms of COVID-19 pandemic remain widespread and severe, and they continue to constitute a statewide emergency and disaster. In the same recent press release, Whitmer extended the state of emergency until September 4th. With her promise, she will, quote, continue to use every tool at my disposal to protect Michigan residents from the spread of this virus. Mommy Whitmer needs to keep you safe you're too dumb to make your own choices uh she says there is no doubt we can expect this state of emergency to be extended most likely into 2021 and possibly later unless there is a vaccine or the michigan supreme court rules against the governor um now a, a side note an appeals court uh just ruled in favor of governor whitmer so it will go to the michigan supreme court um where my goodness if it is not knocked down uh, these leftist judges that don't care about um, proper jurisprudence and legislative prudence we got to get rid of them what, how, who is who is who is putting these judges in place oh yeah it's democrats okay so uh now, they, they talk a little bit about where the state of emergency started. Um, this The, the fourth, fourth uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call these things? Paragraph, paragraph, that's it. The fourth paragraph is uh, where the real meat of it is. So, it says, The EPGA, the uh, Emergency Powers of Governor Act, however, is not a blanket authorization of unlimited executive power, it only authorizes the governor to proclaim a state of emergency, quote, during times of great public crisis, disaster, rioting, catastrophe, or similar public emergency, or reasonable apprehension of immediate danger of a public emergency of that kind, when public safety is imperiled. While the statute provides its own definition of an emergency, this is consistent with one legal definition of an emergency, a sudden Urgent, usually unexpected incident or occurrence that requires an immediate reaction or assistance. No one can seriously argue that our state presently faces a sudden emergency that requires an immediate response or assistance. It goes on. Whitmer's own actions in rolling back the shutdown, albeit arbitrarily, belie her claim that our state is in the midst of a statewide emergency. Obviously, if shutdowns, quote, save lives, unquote, as Whitmer has repeatedly claimed, and public safety was currently imperiled, it would, be a rec- it would be reckless to reopen our economy in the midst of such a crisis. Furthermore, although we have experienced an increase in COVID-19 cases, the hospitalizations of late, the current data from the state of Michigan, indicates that our hospitals have a large surplus of PPE and approximately 2,000 available ventilators, which kill people, more than 700 ICU beds, and more than 6,500 inpatient hospital beds available to treat a current total of fewer than 1,000 COVID-19 patients. Certainly, our state is not facing anything remotely approaching a statewide emergency or disaster. Now, that is exactly right. I feel like I don't need to say a whole bunch on this, um, so we'll leave it there for today. Uh, remember to go and listen to Jim's show I am in Facebook jail so uh, as soon as I get out of Facebook jail I will be posting um, it on my Facebook posting this show on my Facebook and uh, uh, I think I can still use my page we'll see Uh, so guys again thank you for listening Uh, remember to like our uh, page uh, share it with your friends um, subscribe to our uh, newsletter I'll probably be sending one out this weekend at some point um. And yeah, that's all I have for you. You guys have a great week. We'll see you uh, on Wednesday again with Jim Show. I'm Thomas Fry. This is the Home Politicast.